I'm Chuck. And I'm Buck. And you're listening to the Buck and Chuck Gaming Connection. And you know what? It's E3 season. That's pretty exciting. What do you think, Buck? Oh my gosh, it's the, it's Christmas for gamers, isn't it? It pretty much is. I'm kind of concerned that, you know, in the coming, you know, the coming years, uh, this time, or, you know, this conference is kind of going to shrink considerably with all of these, you know, like the Nintendo doing its own directs and things like that, which I appreciate throughout and, uh, the year. And Sony's I, doing it too. Right. And also, I mean, basically EA did it. They were doing their live streams while they were still like four blocks away from the conference center. I don't know that's why they true. did that. I don't that. know if anyone cares, but that, they are doing it. Well, that's true. I don't think anybody did, and they didn't have anything to really announce. But it will be interesting to see how, if the conference like loses favor, if they decide to, you know, downgrade to a couple of days and, or you know, like one or two days instead of a weekend and a couple extra days. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but I think it would be a shame uh, if we if we lost, you know, just the kind of the excitement and the hype that builds up around E3 and. You know, the one thing that has always kind of disappointed me in the recent years is just all of these leaks before E3. While I used to like them a little bit, they're starting to kind of upset me because almost nothing, nothing actually gets revealed at E3. I actually don't like them at all. Yeah, not a fan. And, I mean, there were a few things that, I mean, did get, Actually, Nintendo seems to be the only ones that can kind of keep a lid on it. And even they had a leak, I think, yesterday. I went out of my way to avoid it, but... There you go. Yeah, I pretty much ignored the internet uh, while I was trying to watch all the streams this weekend. Because literally within seconds of a game getting announced, it's all over the internet. So if if you're one of those people who can't watch it live stream and you want to go back to it like an hour later, yeah, it's hard to... Hard to ignore that stuff if you visit, you know, pretty much any gaming website at all. I mean, you avoided my text during the live stream. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you well, were I, watching I wanted it. to be extra mile. I wanted to be extra <laughs> surprised. Well, that that's true. I, I think I was like 45 minutes late into that into Nintendo's stream today. So I didn't last like 45 minutes. So. <laughs> right. Well, there you have it. But it was a good one. So it was worth being there for. It definitely was. We'll get so, into that later. Yeah, so what was your, your overall thoughts of 2019 C3? It it started out kind of slow with the, the first few days with EA uh, being on, I believe it was, they had their live stream stuff on Saturday, right? Yep. Okay, and they had we had like Jedi Fallen Order and then a bunch of random stuff that I don't think too many people care about. Uh, Just their general sports games and some DLC for some of their bigger games like Apex. But I mean, I I thought it was actually, it was better than I thought it was going to be because I felt like there had been so much that had been leaked and with Sony not being there. But I thought Microsoft came out swinging, Nintendo had one of the, I think, the best conferences I've seen in a long time. Yeah, overall, I thought it was a pretty freaking good E3. I agree with that. I think... Uh, at the very least, every day had at least one pretty good conference. Obviously, Square knocked it out of the park on Monday, too. But yeah, we'll, sure. we'll go a little bit more in depth there. I agree with you. It was really good. And like I was telling you earlier, I think it might be my favorite E3 in the last you know four or five years. And that's, that's, about, as, that's about as long as I've actually been watching them. 
Uh, well, I think that's about as long as you've been able to keep up like, like constant hype on them too. Whereas there before, I mean, just not that many years ago, gaming was just a lot more underground. Just in the past, you know, five to seven years, E3's really been covered and hyped to the moon. Before that, it was just you'd have to either read it in a magazine like a month later or just get a few updates on game FAQs or something. Yeah, that's true. The Them being able to live stream it to the masses has made a huge difference. And I think it was, was it 2015? That was when Final Fantasy VII Remake got initially revealed. And that, yeah. I think that was the first one that I actually watched like the whole weekend of. So 2019 is even more special for that reason. Yeah, it was it was pretty hype. I agree. So let's go ahead and just kind of do like an overview of, you know, each one of the conferences. Like Buck said, EA had theirs on Saturday. We didn't actually I don't think either one of us actually watched it and nothing particularly very interesting came out of it besides uh, Star Wars with Fallen Jedi Order. Did I get that? Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order, I think. But, you know, close enough. Yeah. Uh, for as much as I follow Star Wars and the Star Wars games, I say I pretty much nailed that. The game doesn't exactly. actually look that bad, though. People seem pretty impressed by all of the footage. So Yeah, I mean, at least it's going to be like a single-player game. It's not going to be... It doesn't seem like there should be a ton of microtransactions with EA being EA getting involved. So, that's a win. Yeah, when you start getting microtransactions in what seems like a single-player campaign... Mm. Even more greedy than, than trying to be greedy with Battlefront 2. Yeah, but that was that was pretty made by like the the woman that headed up the team for the Uncharted series, right? Like Amy Hennig, I think. Uh, that I don't know. I can't verify that for you, but I'm gonna have to take you at your word. Pretty well, sure if, that's the case. Well, if that's true, then I mean that uh, it should be pretty cinematic and and well done, if nothing else. Yeah, and from everything that we saw, it definitely looked like it. Uh, they also announced, you know, their their yearly Maddens and Fifas and things like that. I don't yeah. really have anything to say about that. No. Uh, also, some extra upcoming DLC for Battlefield Five, Apex Legends, and I think they, I think they ended the show uh, with some Sims Four information. But other than that, nothing huge. Like I said, they actually didn't have a spot at the conference. They did uh, an EA Play live stream, a, a couple of them for each one of those different games, which is what I think we're definitely going to start seeing more in the future. Uh, Nintendo kind of started it. Sony's while it was disappointing not to see Sony this year, um, it will be nice to get more more frequent updates from them throughout the year. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, with PS5 coming up soon, because they have their the what the PlayStation Experience is September, October, something like that. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll be announcing you know some stuff there. Yeah, and that will be interesting. But uh, I'll spit it out eventually. <laughs> the fact that Sony wasn't there, it did it did allow for some of the uh, lesser conferences to really kind of have extra time, better time slots, and actually show off games that they didn't have to save for those uh, bigger company conferences. That was pretty cool, and we'll, we will definitely get to that. Yeah, because Square Enix got that spot, so yeah, we'll get there later. Oh, yes, and we will be there for a while. <laughs> so uh, that was Saturday. Uh, Sunday, uh, everything kind of started uh, catching a little bit more uh, wind here. Uh, in the morning, we got uh, Microsoft, and they had an absolute truckload of information. 60 games, no less than 60 games that they announced. Yeah, that was, I mean, they needed that. 
and being an, an Xbox One owner myself, and it's basically uh, become the dust one because there's really nothing I've played on there, and uh, it's been a while. Probably since like Cuphead, so it's been it's been a little rough. Yeah, that's pretty disappointing. And when it looks like the game that you were most excited about, did they lead the conference with Halo Infinite, or did they end it yeah. with it? I think they, you know, I, I don't, don't remember. Man, I don't that's remember. sad. That's just a few days ago. You must have been so excited you forgot about it. I was excited for it until they're like, coming in 2020 with Project Scarlet. And I was like, well, now do I even want to buy another console? Because Xbox One was such a disappointment. Like, it's going to have to be real good for me to to have to drop another, you know, 400 bucks on a console or whatever they're going to charge. Yeah, but let's but be honest. It sounds like it's backwards compatible. With yeah, everything. that's huge. That's huge. And I, I hope, you know, Sony also, it sounds like they're going to do that too. That'll be, that'll be awesome. They have at least PS4 confirmed. But yeah, if they have everything, especially for people like me and you that have a back catalog of, you know, everything from all the systems lots of you know games from all of them that would be nice and that would help me actually you know justify buying it yeah but this wouldn't be the first halo game that you dropped money on a microsoft console for but the non-bungie halo games have been disappointments fair enough and they better have like split screen multiplayer coming back yeah because they didn't actually show any gameplay did they no, we've seen absolutely nothing. Because it was rumored for a while, I thought there was going to be possibly like an open-world shooter Destiny-esque. I don't know what I think of that. As long as the multiplayer's intact, I mean, I don't hate it. That's what they just need to focus on, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, the campaigns have been, at least one through three were were stellar, as far as I know. Yeah, they were really well, and it was a trilogy that wrapped up nicely. And then 343 has just not done the series justice. I'll just keep it at that. <laughs> That's fair enough. I know there's a lot of other people that feel the same way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, other fans of uh, Microsoft uh, will also be excited. Gears of War 5 is being released. The worst kept secret, I feel like, out there. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's good that it's there. I'm, we're, I mean, we beat, what, like, one and two, I think, together? Yeah, they're good games. They're definitely fun co-op experiences. Uh, not something that I get jazzed about when I hear it, when it gets announced or anything like that. And I mean, it, it looks like a Gears of War game. I didn't see anything that was like, oh man, this is going to change the series. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it looked like Gears. And if you're, if you're a fan of that style, which I mean, they basically created their own style, of like the, the cover shooter, which was definitely really cool back in the day. But I mean, they all play well. And if you're a big, Gears fan, it's something to be hyped about, that's for sure. Yeah, they definitely say it's going to be the most ambitious iteration in the franchise. They also have a new three-player mode, which I don't recall seeing, but I'm sure they announced it there. Might be something to look forward to, and that comes out uh, in 2019. A lot of games we saw were coming out early 2020, so any game that actually ends up coming out at the end of this year is, is good on me. That's one of the knocks I actually have on this year overall. Just watching like the Nintendo conference um, at work this morning, seemed like almost everything was dropping 2020. I was kind of hoping to see a few more things already uh, later on this year. Yeah, like March-April time frame. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, because usually that's like a, a dead spot. 
yeah. in gaming. Everybody thought that they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to get our game out when nobody else is. But now just everybody's dropping <laughs> Everybody's there. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, they also showed more information on Cyberpunk 2077, probably one of the, the most hype moments of the conference. Keanu Reeves. Uh, Keanu Reeves. At the very end, they showed that he's in the game, and Keanu was also at the conference and came out and talked to the crowd. That was pretty cool. Uh, the yeah, game looks I mean, pretty sweet. Um, not necessarily something that I'm going to pick up day one. I mean, uh, Project CD Red has obviously, uh, this will be their first game since Witcher is, 3. Is good. I mean, critically, is done. everything they do is done really well, and they're, they're good games. They're just not necessarily my cup of tea, but they're definitely, I can respect them for sure. Yeah, and I mean, one thing to say about this game is this is not... The Witcher Witcher three, (laughs) well, not not the Witcher three, but this is a this is a type of game that you know we don't get to see a whole lot of, like besides like uh, Shadowrun and I don't Snatcher. We don't see a lot of um, I don't know what I want to call it. Blade Runner esque. Blade Runner esque, I guess. (laughs) Science like futuristic, but not too futuristic science fiction. Um, So yeah, it looks interesting. I think uh, definitely a peep. A lot of people who are watching the conference got even more excited about it from the people that I watch on YouTube that uh, have been looking forward to the game. They were not disappointed. No, I mean, and rightfully so. And like I said, it does. It definitely checks the boxes and looks good. And it comes out in April. So, of course, it does. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. A couple other games that got announced. Psychonauts 2 is kind of a surprise. That was kind of a. It didn't technically get announced because it got announced a while ago, didn't it? Like a couple years ago? Well, maybe it got leaked or teased at. I don't remember it getting announced. Well, let's put it this way. We saw the first video we footage of it and the proof it, that yeah. it exists. And uh, it's coming <laughs> out this year. And Psychonauts was actually a pretty cool game. Uh, was that on the original Xbox? Original Xbox. Yeah. And it flew super under the radar. Like, if that game had come out on a Nintendo console, like... Just think if it came out like even during like the 64 days, that would have been like the one of the hottest games. Period. It just it came out almost on the wrong console with the Xbox audience and yeah, maybe a console they were, generation too late. Yeah, they were they weren't looking for platformers, were they? No, they were dude bros wanting to shoot things and throw footballs. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's a good game though, and this one looks to just be kind of. I mean, the the art style is almost exactly the same. So I think Tim Schafer and his team at Double Fine are creating something that fans of the original will probably definitely feel at home with, if not thoroughly enjoy. And I mean, kudos to Microsoft for gobbling up all these freaking studios. They're actually going to have, should have some pretty good first party games now. Yeah, you know, when they, when they started telling us that they were going to be doing that, I didn't actually believe that they were going to be as successful as they were, but they've definitely showed us that they've been able to throw around their weight and get a lot of support. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's really cool because, I mean, hopefully things work out better than they have so far with Rare. But if they can get some good first party, that'd be nice. Yeah, well, I mean, this is definitely a good first step. So let's see. What other stuff did they announce? Um, we I mean, saw Fantasy Star Online 2. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was my probably that was my hype moment of the conference for sure. That was out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, miracle. Yeah, Fantasy Star Online 2 got announced for a Western release on Xbox and uh, PC. Xbox and PC uh, crossplay, I believe. 
yes, was also announced. Yes, announced crossplay, which is awesome. Yeah, and so that's you'll scheduled. You'll be on PC, and I'll be on Xbox. Right. <laughs> and that's scheduled for, I believe, also March, or did they just say spring of 2020? I was so excited that they announced it that I didn't even pay attention I to the release date. I think it's just spring, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I yeah. want to say it's spring. Uh, that's all right. They can take their time. I mean, they've only been, what, taking like five years to bring it over? Maybe six? It's, you know, it's, yeah, 20, actually seven. I think it came out in 2012, I want to say. Yeah, so it's coming with all the content that they uh, that they already have. Because I think the game, is it only in Japan or is it also in Europe? I'm not really sure. It's uh, only in, Well, it's only in Asia. Yeah, it's only in Japan and Asian markets. It's not in Europe either. So we're getting all that content up until this point. Game's free to play. And uh, I've, I've actually played it myself with uh, a little bit of an English patch. And if you enjoyed the original Fantasy Star Online or you enjoyed any of the Fantasy Star Portable games, you'll feel right at home with this. It's very fun. It's very fast-paced. Um, the aesthetic is totally there. Couldn't be more excited about it. Yeah, to finally get an official English release where you'd actually easily be able to, you know, play it and not have to jump through a ton of hoops and they'll actually have a decent player base because it's cross-play with PC and Xbox. So, yeah, that'll be awesome. And if anybody's concerned, it has been out for, you know, six, seven years. It is still being supported. New content's coming out several times a year. Because, so I mean, set, it's a big deal over there. It's like literally the only thing Sega's doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. It's the only thing I've really cared about at the moment. But yeah, no, that was that was super exciting. They just did, they just slammed that in the middle of the con or in the middle of Microsoft's announcements, and it was like two minutes long. Like nobody cared about it. A lot of people are hyped about that. Yeah, um, that's the biggest uh, press on the internet, at least from the people I follow. But that might be maybe there's a reason for that. So oh, it's the same people I follow. So <laughs> yep. Uh, we also got a little bit, they also showed more gameplay, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, people were stoked on that, uh, we got a, The Outer Worlds was announced, I don't remember specifically what that is. You know? I don't remember. I'm drawing a blank. I'll move on then. Uh, (laughs) Borderlands 3 got more coverage, this is my, probably my second most anticipated game of 2019. Uh, coming out in September 12th, we got a lot more information, and they also announced during the conference, Gearbox, I don't know why you're too good to us, but they decided to release uh, free DLC for Borderlands 2 to kind of you know, bridge the gap between the story of 2 and 3, uh, which got released uh, the day they announced this, so uh, June 9th, so I've been playing that, having a good time. Borderlands 2's probably one of my favorite games one of, of all favorites. time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably top five, pretty easily. And so that was exciting to see. All the Borderlands 3 footage and information we got. It's getting everybody more hyped. The game looks fantastic. Seems to live up to uh, what I was hoping for, which was pretty high standards. Um, Let's see, they also showed off our first CG trailer of Elden Ring. What'd you think about that? Oh, I mean, it's coming off just a playthrough of Dark Souls 2 a few weeks ago. Pretty hyped for it. It looks like a lot of I don't know. I mean, you can't really tell much from it. Honestly, it looks like a lot like... of Miyazaki CG is what it looks like. Yes. Dude was putting arm on. That was kind of cool. I mean, yeah. Other than that, it looks like a lot of the same, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, it'll Did be you ever play much of Sekiro? No, I have. I don't think I've played it since the last time we <laughs> uploaded a podcast. Which... 
Uh, I apologize. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't played much of it. Still looks sweet. I've been playing other things, but I, I, I'm sure it's probably. Well, let's put it this way. I'm not sure if it's going to be more like Dark Souls. Uh, I mean, since From Software is working with J.R.R. Martin, um, I would think it would be like more of a medieval fantasy esque. I mean, it looks to be from the trailer, but who knows? We don't know what the gameplay is going to be like. We don't even really know if it's going to be an action game. I mean, it's, it's a safe bet. The, yeah, the rumors out there it's going to be kind of an open world. I mean, Miyazaki game, so. I don't well, know. We I usually never don't like open world games. So, well, I mean, the From Software open world games—they're open world to the extent that you know I mean, you can true. kind of they're... explore in different ways, but they're not open world to the point where if you go in one direction, you're going to be staying in that one direction for a few hours, and you're going to get lost, and you're going to forget what you were doing. I, I look at the Dark Souls game as being open world in the fact that if you explore, you will be rewarded, but you will not be taken off like the main the main trail of what you were trying to do. So if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, I mean, it definitely does. I mean, they're open world, but I mean, there's definitely it's not like Breath of the Wild open world. There's actually a, a pretty linear path that that's pointed out for you. Yeah, that is different, and I agree with you. Those aren't so much for me either. I'm too much of a completionist to be able to enjoy an open-world game. I know that's not your problem. That's not my problem. I just am fine with a being pointed in a direction and going there. <laughs> I, go I, more, don't mind, I don't mind linear. And more linear. Tin was good. Yeah, curated experience. A story that didn't suck, I would like it. Well, that and 6,000 random battles that were so boring that it wasn't even funny. But that's... That's a different different topic. Different podcast. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so Elden Ring looks good. We did not get a release date for that. Um, we'll assume maybe holiday 2020. Well, I just know one thing just from, I think I heard from like Vadi Vidya or someone that covers a lot of the, the Souls stuff, that the rumor mm-hmm. going around for that game is going to be um, Mega Man-esque where you kill a boss and you get their power, which I thought would be awesome. That would be cool. Um. Hmm. Question Just mark. Something to think about. <laughs> yeah. I got nowhere else to go with that, but I, I mean, if that's true, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like uh, kind of a cool way to, you know, change up the gameplay, give you different options. I'm I'm down for that. So a couple more uh, of the more interesting games they announced. Uh, they showed more footage of Dying Light 2. I don't think it was actually announced here, but pretty cool uh, first person parkour zombie game interesting for some nice dynamic (laughs) you don't get that everywhere Uh, another another interesting one that a lot of people have been looking forward to uh, is ori and the uh, will of the wisps the second game in the uh the ori and the blind forest series um it looks like it does not have a release date yet but it will be coming out before the end of this year i'm uh, definitely looking forward to that one I think everybody needs to play it just based on the visuals alone. The game is just like money in motion. It's gorgeous. But but also take it from a Metroidvania fan. The original was a classic. Definitely play that one first. But this one seems to be uh, far exceeding what the first game was originally. Yeah, if uh, anyone has watched uh, or watched, listen to any of our podcasts, they know that you're a Metroidvania connoisseur. Oh, yeah. 
and Ori is about as good as it gets. And it was definitely one of the uh, one of the best showings uh, at this conference for sure. Oh, see, we got some other. They really they announced so many games. I got I got two other ones that I want to bring up, and I think we'll probably stop talking about every one of these games. What'd you think of Battletoads? Oh my gosh, Battletoads looked amazing. So oh, you style. You you weren't turned off by the art style? No, I was perfectly fine with it. That's the direction it would go. It's like super cartoony and dude attitude style. I am all for it. No, I agree. I think it looks cool. I I don't mind that they changed the the art style. Them changing the perspective on the speeder bikes, I may be a little bit less interested in. It's not. It looks like a little bit easier, but. I could take a Battletoads well, game. Well, I'm okay it's a if it's a little bit easier. easier, to be honest with you. Do you remember those? Oh, just, so, well, the first one was the only one that was, like, ridiculous. Yeah, Battletoads Double Dragon, I love those, that game. I mean, yeah. for, and that, I mean, that game's brutally hard, too, but nowhere near the original Battletoads. Exactly. Yeah, but that game looks sweet. I don't think we got an announce, uh, a release date, though. Um, it just, we didn't get a release date, but it said 2019. So okay, perfect. Happy enough with that. That'll be a reason to uh, get your Xbox out. Exactly. I hope they actually have a physical copy of it. I mean, I'll be kind of surprised if they do. I bet they won't, but I bet Limited Run comes out with one eventually. Well, yeah, but if I'm going to be on the internet at the perfect time to get a Limited Run game, odds of that aren't good either. No, and you probably would have beaten the game like 20 times before that anyway, so. And I'm not going to, you know, pay like 100 bucks for it on eBay. <laughs> Okay, well, never mind. Maybe you don't want a physical copy that bad. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see there. Uh, you might get a physical copy, like, if eventually it, maybe it comes to the Switch or something later on, but I highly doubt that happens. I don't see it happening, but hey, you never know. Stranger yeah. things have happened. Well, everything's on the Switch, so Battletoads is bound to get absorbed. I mean, they got Cuphead, so. They do. They got other things we'll be talking about later. So another title that I want your opinion on, uh, the new Dragon Ball Z RPG. How generic did that look? Yeah, I was going to say, you know how much I love DBZ, but good lord, do I really want to relive the friggin' Price Saiyan and Frieza saga again through Kakarot's perspective? No. No, I don't. Well, the problem is, like, while the graphics look good, and like all the scenes that they show were fine. It, like how many times have we seen those scenes in video game form? And why, if they don't change up the gameplay like a whole bunch, like it's an open world RPG where there's a lot of things happening, in, a lot of interesting things happening, not just things happening, interesting things happening between all of those major plot points. I don't see why this game necessarily needs to exist as much as, you know, I want more DBZ games, but I don't quite well, I, see it. I wish they would just just do new stuff. That's all I that's all. You I just want an for. original story? Yeah. Give me a new villain. Give me an original story. I don't want to relive the... If I, I can watch the DVDs if I want to relive Saiyan Saga or freaking VHS tapes I have. I don't need to... Yeah, I, I, I don't think they should have shown those cinematic trailers. I think they should have shown how the gameplay is going to be different from all of the other games. Yeah, at least distinguish yourself. Make yeah, it different. Every Dragon Ball Z game is a fighting game at its core. Uh, but this is supposed to be an open world RPG. Show me that instead of showing me these slightly 
higher fidelity cutscenes that I've but seen. But like, what are you going to do? Like fight Kami or train with him or Yajirobe? Well, like, I think I think what they're going to do in, in between all of best case scenario in between all of those battles, you just play Dragon Ball Z sagas. Okay. In between, so yeah, because that so. was that was epic. It didn't get much better than that co-op experience we had. Yeah, we uh, good times. We really That's bonded sick. over that one. Obviously, that was that was just classic gameplay at its finest. Totally not a cash grab off Dragon Ball license. Yeah, that that may not be the worst Dragon Ball Z game I've played in the last like ten fifteen years. You know, I played some bad ones when I downloaded ROMs back in the day for the old Super Famicom, but uh, that one—I think that one might take the cake. Yeah, it's hard telling. So that Dragon Ball Z RPG, we'll have to see. You know what they, you know what I mean, they I'm say. Definitely about it. not writing it off, but it—it it doesn't look like it's going to be something that I'm going to buy as of now. Well, you know what I'm worried about. It's supposed to come out early 2020 as well, but we didn't see any. Gameplay. Gameplay? Really. Yeah. So I'm a little little concerned there. We'll see. Keep it in the back of my mind. Yeah, it could definitely still be surprises. It could still be really good. Or it could kind of suck. Well, that's how I feel about this next game. I, I don't think that you necessarily remembered this one, but it was a little title that they announced in the middle of the conference. RPG Time, The Legend of Right, which is kind of just like this really charming homage to rpgs of yesteryear and video games in general where it just kind of looks like all of the gameplay takes place in like kind of like a a kid's notebook just like drawing like fantasy things like in the middle of class and the art style is just really interesting but there's also uh, three-dimensional elements of it too it kind of reminds me a lot of you know, that, that hand-drawn aesthetic, then also, like, you know that Yoshi game that just came out recently, that one yeah, that has... Yeah, Crafted World? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of going in between those two different kinds of art styles, and it... I think it's more the graphics that look interesting than the gameplay, but it, it's nice to see somebody try something a little new. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember seeing this game. We were talking about it before uh, we started recording the podcast, but from what you told me, it sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, and it's coming out in spring 2020, so you'll see it at the same time you see the rest of these games. Because why not? My wallet's going to die spring right. 2020. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those games where they showed a trailer. They they really concentrated on the aesthetics and really didn't explain anything about the gameplay. So time will tell. It just looked interesting, and it was more unique than Minecraft Dungeons. Let's put it that way. So Yeah, if I had any interest in Minecraft, I mean, that probably would have been cool, but, you know... I don't, unfortunately. Did you see the the trailer for the new Tales game? Did you have any opinions on I that? I thought it looked great. I mean, I'm a little burnt out in the <laughs> Tales series overall, but I thought the art style looked phenomenal. Yeah, it, it definitely looked interesting. I didn't see anything uh, mind-blowing about the game that would have separated it from the rest of the pack, but the series has been traditionally very high quality uh, within the last, I'd say, decade. Yeah, point. I mean, it's, oh, at least since, like, I mean, Symphonia is when it really hit the map, and that was in 2003. So, I mean, we're talking 16 years, and the problem is, like, they've been almost mad and consistent as far as release dates, and every game is is very similar, which, I mean, they are all really good, but they're all 50-hour experiences of very similar things. Like, it's I just got burnt out. Yeah, and I don't have a whole lot of experience with them. 
I mean, they're definitely they're they've all been quality games I can remember, except for um, let's see, which one came out on PS2 that kind of sucked. And I bought <laughs> it. And I don't remember the name of it. Leg- Legendia. I believe so. Yes, I haven't played like any of them, but I know that. <laughs> you knew that. I'm sure you it, own it too. Wasn't that one like almost completely uh, two-dimensional? Like think, the gameplay of it? Or was it just the battles? We was trying to harken back the to the, the original Tales they games. as cool as like Tales of Destiny, the original, and then Tales of Destiny 2 is actually, I think, supposed to be Tales of Eternia, but they were like, stupid Americans call it Tales of Destiny 2. But I think it's uh, supposed to be 2D like those. And then Fantasia was the original one, which was 2D and came out for Super Famicom, which was really good. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't that great. Yeah, well, uh, this new one comes out, 2020. Don't really In know. Spring, I, well, we can, I'm going to assume this is a, a typo on the information I'm looking at right now, because they didn't say that. Okay, it probably is. It's spring 2020, people. Just yeah. Try this. So that's pretty much all the big games that I thought were fairly interesting uh, that were announced. I don't really care about Microsoft Flight Simulator. So <laughs> that was a lot of games that we really only talked about, like 20 of them. I mean, they uh, they honestly had quality and quantity, which was yeah. nice. It was really good. I just wish that Halo Infinite was coming out for Xbox One. But other than that, I thought they had an awesome conference. It it blew away my expectations because I wasn't expecting a ton. And we got a lot more than expected, especially, like you said, with PSO2. Man, can't wait. They, they, they won the conference, as far as I'm concerned, just for that announcement because that was... I had no expectations that game was ever going to come. I and lost so faith I like three years ago. Like on Switch. <laughs> yeah, I would have been. I would been fine with that. You remember when they were like, "Oh, it it might come to the PS Vita." Yeah, because like, they talked about it in the conference a few years ago. We're like, "Yeah, we're thinking about bringing PSO2 over," and then we never heard anything else ever again. Yeah, we didn't get that one. We didn't get Fantasy Star Nova, which was the other one that came out on the Vita. We didn't get anything. So. Uh, to see this finally come over, that'll be great. Uh, it will be interesting to see if, if players that have been using the English patch uh, for the last five, six years, if they decide to migrate. I probably wouldn't if I was them, but uh, regardless, uh, great for a lot of people, definitely Fantasy Star fr- uh, fans alike. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, Microsoft, way to go. Um, so the other conference that happened on Sunday was the Bethesda conference. Yay. <laughs> oh my god, I can't tell you how excited I was because I was hoping that uh Todd Howard was gonna walk out, trip, and fall on his face. <laughs> uh yeah, he talks a big game last last year. That's when wow. they announced Fallout seventy six. Showed oh, glory. Showed the gameplay and then got it what it come out like six months ago? I would say it came out at the end of last year, so I mean around that. I think it came out October, November last year, and, you know, it's been terrible. From yes. what I hear, I haven't played it. I can't honestly, you know, attest to it, but... Well, if you've watched some of the videos of not only just, like, the beta that w- came out, like, a week before the game was released, but just when the game released, I have never seen such a buggy game. I mean, it's Bethesda, like, they already get a pass because all their games are, are still super buggy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for us to talk about a super buggy Bethesda game, like, it's got to be bad. Yeah. Todd came out and apologized. Not, I didn't feel that sincere to me. <laughs> no. He apologized, and his 
his kind of like off-brand excuse was, well, we were trying, we didn't have a good year. We got some well-deserved criticism. Fallout 76 was a game that we haven't tried to make yet. <laughs> They're like, this is a new thing for our studio. That's not like- an excuse. But the player base is amazing. The seven people left playing, they're the best. Right. Uh, we got a battle royale coming now. Yeah, so so here's, here's the, the big ticket item from that conversation that came out of the conference. They have this new DLC called Wastelands coming out. And the, the most exciting extra feature it has is they finally have NPCs in their game. <laughs> I couldn't believe, and I don't think anybody else could either, that that was like novel for them to finally announce that that was going to happen. I yeah, don't know. That's something you hype up at the press conference. We have NPCs. Yeah, how embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that was disappointing for a lot of people. I think overall, probably the, the their entire conference was disappointing. But there was one crown jewel, and that was Doom Eternal. That looked Yeah, good. it looked good. Yeah. It definitely did. Did you play the first one? Nah, very little. I played a little bit. It played It played well. It's like, how did you only play a little? That was one of those I games. Played it's like, if you start playing, oh, so you played the worst part, worst version of it. Probably that could explain it's it. Still like, fun. yeah, like Doom's like one of those games. Like, if you play it for five minutes, it's it's hard to put it down because it, it feels so good in your hands. It's kind of just like playing Halo multiplayer. Don't play Doom multiplayer. Play Halo multiplayer. It's just <laughs> the the shooting aspects and like the the executions and just kind of like the general like pace of the gameplay is like perfect in that game. And this one just looks to be more of it. I was hoping to see something from, uh, I mean, it definitely looked good. I was hoping to see something from, was it Starfield? Yeah, that was a big exclusion. I, I figured they were going to do a giant information dump on that one to try to get away from fallout 76. Yeah. And say just like owning it or even elder scrolls six. Yeah, anything. Like, they, they should have... I don't care if they just had even just, like, a little trailer to show. They should anything would Anything. Yeah, been I really sh- thought... Because Starfield got announced... It was, like, two years ago, wasn't it? It wasn't even last year. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't last year. Uh, that I think that was the first time we ever saw, like, a... Because they had a small trailer for it. But it really didn't show anything. It was kind of like the first Death Stranding one, where you're just like, what is this? Yeah. Um... Less confusing, but yeah, no, they didn't say anything about either one of those games. Nobody cares about the the mobile Elder Scrolls game. They no. had, they Coming spent time on cool. that. Yeah, uh, they had a they had one cool game that I thought looked pretty interesting was Ghostwire Tokyo. I don't know if you recall that one. It's made yeah, by the people that made did. the Evil Within games, and it's kind of an open world horror game. People were just disappearing, is what I remember from the trailer. Yeah, looked interesting. I'll keep my eye on that one. And they also announced uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood and a game called Deathloop, which was like a first-person assassin game. I don't know. It looked okay. But, yeah, it might be all right. I mean, but Wolfenstein will be, be good. But that's not what the people came for. And they really, besides Doom Eternal, they at least had one really good announcement there. At least like, of like Doom Eternal, we already knew some stuff on it, so like what you said it was awesome and it looked super good and they had a lot of information like i think well at least i wanted to see like something like starfield or elder scrolls 6 that we haven't seen anything on yet and i thought they kind of dropped the ball they did unless 
level I'm my hands in space. I'm wondering if this Fallout 76 fiasco just kind of if they I don't, I don't feel like they've put enough effort into trying to like fix the game. Maybe they can't. It's just like in that shitty of a a build. I don't know. Maybe that's all they've been doing the past years been trying to fix the game because I don't feel like they had anything new to talk about. It's hard telling, but overall Bethesda pretty boring. That that crowd though. We got to talk about oh, that crowd. Oh, oh yeah, that, that was had hilarious. to be filled with Bethesda employees or something. Good, good call. Good call. Yeah, it was like what like seven people in the front row that were just like getting so hyped at everything they said. It slowly just became like a meme yeah. throughout the show. Like, who's getting hyped for this Fallout 76 stuff? I didn't, it was very confusing. Who's getting hyped for your random mobile games that no one cares about? Yeah, getting, like, standing ovations for announcing crappy-looking mobile games. Yeah, and the, and the people announcing it, you could just, they were just trying to, like, hold it in there. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that, that was awkward. But I don't know if that would have been... That probably would have been less awkward than just kind of the silence that I feel like would have fallen over every announcement that they made besides Doom. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the Tokyo one or whatever would have gotten, I feel like, a little bit of love. Yeah. I, and Wolfenstein, still, people like it. Shoot Nazis. What's yeah, there to hate? I don't, I don't even remember them showing off Wolfenstein in Deathloop. I'm wondering if I had, like, stopped watching it halfway through. I don't remember seeing Wolfenstein, period. They mentioned it, I know for a fact. Well, maybe that's all they did. Yeah, I don't know. They probably said Wolfenstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Is that a new game or is that a DLC? I I don't remember that kind of information. They have a new game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Bethesda, we gave you a three out of ten. It was yep. at least uh, oh, com- comedic. Same score as Fallout 76. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they're lucky. So <laughs> that takes us into Monday. Uh, we had Ubisoft and Square Enix. Ubisoft went first. I don't think you watched this one. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get the announcement of what was it? Um, siphon, not siphon filter. Uh, <laughs> uh waiting for it. Uh, good old Ghost Sam Recon? Fisher. Oh. No, the uh, God, why can I? It's just drawing a blank. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Sam Fisher spy game? He's got oh, the little Splinter Cell. <laughs> Why could I not think of that? Yeah, it's a freaking mobile game. Yeah. I didn't remember them announcing that during this conference. They must have. I'm sure they did. I watched the entirety of it, and I I don't know what... I think, actually, I stopped watching it once they got past uh, the first two announcements, which were the new Watchdog game, Legion, uh, which looks pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, it's like Mario Odyssey meets Watch Dogs. It looked kind of cool, actually. Yeah, you get a recruit. Apparently, apparently. Now, these guys have told us a lot of things that you can yeah. do in these games that you end up not being able to once released. But Legion, uh, their claim to fame is you can recruit and play as anybody in the city, and it just kind of looks like a kind of like a heist game. I don't know. But it looks interesting. They showed That's a footage cool gimmick, of like at least of like a, a grandma. Robbing a bank or something. Yeah, like kicking someone's knees out and like beating them with a gun. It might be a pretty cool game to like stream because you can do a lot of you know a lot of interesting stuff in it. But I I really don't know. I've heard that the second actually one of my buddies at work was gonna he's supposed to be bringing in the second Watch Dogs for me to borrow. He said the second Watch Dogs is actually really really good. So I don't know. 
I didn't play it. I mean, I did hear good things, so I might be playing in a few weeks and see, but I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm sure spring 2020, everyone will be playing Legions, too. So Obviously. Yeah, that looked cool. Uh, they announced uh, the next Ghost Recon game, uh, Breakpoint. Uh, really nothing I know about. Not my cup of tea, for I sure. I can't tell you much about it. I mean, it's... I mean, Rainbow... No, Rainbow Six is the one that tons of people play. Yeah, Rainbow, Rainbow Six, Six Siege. Siege. Yep, people they announced, still play the crap out of that one. Yeah, they announced some new DLC for that, as well as The Division 2, which is also supposed to be great right now. The Division 2, though, they did have that huge bug that came out last week because the uh, console version only runs at 30 frames per second, that it can't register bullets quick enough and people weren't able to defeat the raid boss from the new raid wow that didn't get through testing no and they finally someone finally did it took like 10 straight hours to beat the first boss of the raid it took 10 hours to beat what? one boss not the raid to beat the first raid boss i don't know if i'm more disappointed in the developers or that guy not having anything to do yeah <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty funny but yeah that's uh what how did, how does that get through QA? Yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, the PC version does register at 60 and the console one doesn't, so PC one can register all the hits from like the good weapons, but console cannot. So, I'm assuming that's patched cuz I hadn't heard about it in a few days. But I don't yeah. know. Yeah, most likely. Interesting. Um they also release a new IP called Roller Champions. Um is that like a sequel to Skitchin? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay. No, it, it's a it's basically like it's kind of a very stylized like roller derby game. Looks like it might be kind of, I don't know, multiplayer focused, kind of like Rocket League. A lot of people seem pretty stoked about stoked on it. Uh, okay. A lot of people said they'd uh, I believe they'd played a demo of it on the floor and they said it was pretty good. So um, that's just a new IP that they announced. And then the last game they announced, which was one that I was most interested in, it was called Gods and Monsters. And it basically just seems like Ubisoft's take on uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's supposed to be just like an open world, uh, explore, defeat monsters kind of situation. And um, it's supposed to come out February 2020, so you can play it before all these other games. That's cool. And it's also made by the same team that developed Assassin's Creed Odyssey specifically. And Odyssey was actually a pretty cool game and a pretty good RPG as well as being pretty open world. Uh, that might be something to look out for. They didn't show any gameplay, but the trailer was uh, interesting enough. And that's something different for Ubisoft to do. So so good on them on trying to uh, make something that's not like a shooter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, branching out. What about Beyond Good and Evil 2? Is that even there? I didn't I didn't see it during the the conference. Uh, they may have they may have done that talked about that in a later panel. But uh, no, I didn't see anything about it. So I know a lot of people were hyped for that, and they they hadn't done anything with it for it's been announced years ago. I don't know how that game is still riding this much hype. Like, I the first game did I come out on the original Xbox? Yeah, PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. Now that game was okay. I enjoyed it a bit, but the fact that it's taken them so long to come out with the second one. And people are so hyped for it. It's a little confounding to me, but the people that are excited, I'm glad they're getting it eventually. Yeah, I thought that might be announced, but I was kind of hoping for like Mario Rabbids 2 maybe, but we didn't get that either. No, we didn't. 
But we got some the other first Mario was surprisingly games. Surprisingly good. Yeah, the game was cool. So that was it for Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, not unexpected, not terrible. I managed to sit through most of it without being bored to tears, which is better than most tears. <laughs> better than Bethesda. Right. I didn't have to sit through them talking about an Assassin's Creed game for 30 minutes, so. Which was super nice. Yeah. Uh, so later that day, uh, we had Square Enix come and so really just drop some bombs on us. Uh, where do you want to start, man? Let's just start from the beginning with Seven. Oh, yeah. So they dropped a couple of trailers for Final Fantasy Seven and a ton of gameplay. Yeah, they dropped Tifa, obviously. It looks good. Tifa. They dropped Tifa. They showed us the first boss battle. They I'm a believer 30 now. hours in Midgar. Yeah, I'm a believer now. I was going into this with... I was excited about it. I was excited about it when they announced it in 2015. My hype has dropped significantly since then. Oh, and, for sure. Um, as, as it just oh. happens naturally. Yeah. But the gameplay that they showed and, like how much they were explaining it and and how much for being an action game foremost i'd say it's actually you know pretty close to the source material overall they tried they really captured a lot of the same gameplay elements from the turn-based rpg into the action system so if anybody was actually worried that it was going to be like a little too much like kingdom hearts without all the floaty jumping i think they'll be very surprised once they watch the gameplay trailer to and see how much of an rpg yeah, it's still there's still a lot of RPG mechanics there. You can, you know, uh, you can tell your other team members uh, what to do, or you can actually switch them on the fly and control them. That's really cool. I'm trying to think of like anything that I saw during those trailers that I was like, oh, that sucks, because I can't think of anything. No. The tra- yeah, the 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 trailers, the the classic, uh, you know, SquareSoft cinematics, beautiful. Definitely, you know, recreated the feeling, the the soundtrack in the background. Perfect. I I could not have imagined them. I didn't actually imagine them having this much information on it. They exceeded my expectations on what they were going to announce. Well, I'm just happy we have a release date. Yeah, we do. March third. I guess episode one. Yeah, which uh, I I'm not sure. Did they actually 100 percent? verify the first episode is going to be 100% Midgar. It's going to come out on two Blu-ray discs. I believe they announced that 100%. Which is insane. That means obviously we got a lot of cinematics. A lot of cinematics, and they're expanding on the story of Midgar. Like, Midgar was only with the first, like, three to five hours. Now, there was a lot of, of character to be had there, and I could see them doing a lot of expansion there. But to have the game be 20 to 30 hours just on Midgar, that would be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... I just hope they don't wait forever in between episodes. So I've been hearing uh, people suggest that probably what they're doing is they're going to do this on the the current consoles, and then they're going to release the open world, you know, you know, fully... Uh, explorable uh, rest of the game for Final Fantasy VII because it gets much more open-ended after Midgar on the next generation of consoles. Because maybe... That would just be weird. Well, it maybe easily weird. could be the case. But, I mean, they are coming out soon, and if it, it, it's probably... I imagine it's going to be at least another year before we 
probably see another episode, especially with as much as they're cramming into the first one. Like, I was only expecting like 10, 15 hours worth of gameplay. I mean, that's true. So maybe they're they're like holding off and they're just they're wanting to go hog wild with this. They're not wanting to go minimum recreate what the fans want. Maybe they're wanting to give us more because one thing that I was worried about, the fact that it was uh, it seemed like it was almost 100 percent action. It was going to be a very short like the full experience was going to be, you know, 10 to 20 hours. And it was just going to be from set piece to set piece to set piece, as opposed to having the exploration that there is in the main game. And there's a ton of stuff going on in the first game, a ton of side quests and things like that that are very enjoyable and, you know, you know, key to what a lot of people remember about the game. So if they are wanting to take their time and recreate all of that in much, you know, higher fidelity, and they're even giving us like new summons and stuff too, if you saw from the, uh, the pre-order bonuses. So if they're trying to add new stuff and make the experience even more rich than the original version, by all means, take your time if you need to put it on another on the next generation of consoles, that's cool. As long as it's good. Yeah, as long as it's good. And what, what we're seeing, it looks good. I'm not, I was not disappointed at all. Not at all. And I don't think the internet was either. I've literally not heard a negative thing thus far. It's It's been impressive. Uh, ever since 7 came back out, and yeah, it's been good stuff. Did you hear anything um, after... Uh, after that conference, it, uh, hear from anybody that got a chance to uh, play the hands-on demo on the floor and what they thought oh. of it. Is that? I mean, that's just opening up like tomorrow, though, isn't it? Mainly. Oh, is it? I thought I thought that was gonna be uh, this weekend too. Or, no, I think everything. I think E3 itself technically starts tomorrow. Okay. And with okay, all yeah. the demos of everything, so we'll be getting a lot more info in the next few days about how everything's playing. Okay, yeah, that will be that will be very telling. Yeah, for sure. Get some real fans down there um, and taking a shot at the game. Uh, I was, I was, <laughs> I know I was trying to be greedy. I was hoping they were going to drop the demo on the consoles that day too. But yeah, that would have been epic. But no. Well, speaking of Final Fantasy VII remake, we're also they finally filled in the gap of the Final Fantasy series, the PSN trilogy. Uh, Especially coming to the Switch, but we're getting a Final Fantasy VIII remaster, which is great. Yeah, for thank, sure. Thank God for anti-aliasing and not having to look at those jagged faces. Uh, those uh, are awesome. Uh, yeah, they they were classic for sure. But that was very exciting. I did. I can't say I wasn't anticipating it because I always thought that it was really weird that they were excluding it. I'm like, nobody hates it that much. I think one of my I mean, favorites. There was the yeah, same here and. Oh, what we kind of heard was that they lost the code, basically, right? Yep. Um, and, and did they? No, they didn't announce when that was coming out. I think it's probably by the end of the year, though. You would think. I mean, yeah, they would just be able to drop that fairly soon. Yeah, I was hoping for for right then and there. I'm I'm, I'm kind of just getting used to that from some of these some of these companies just being like, oh well. You know, we got a we got a digital release it's of a uh, now. yeah of a game that we've uh, e- we're either just re-releasing or remastering. Get it now. So, not not that Square didn't have some of those during the conference, but uh, that would have been uh, a nice one for me. What else uh, noteworthy did you run into? 
Uh, well, we got to talk about the Avengers game, who I was not impressed <laughs> at all and thought it looked uh, noteworthy terrible. and the finale. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that was besides Seven. That's why everybody came. I don't know about you. A little oversaturated with the whole superhero thing. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's a smart time to drop it. You would have thought they would have dropped it like right before Endgame, like the beginning of this year would have been good. Yeah, but I bet they didn't do that because they weren't using the likenesses, which was a little tough to get used to when I was looking at the game trailers. That was really dumb because you would have thought if they're not going to do it um, like the... I mean, they had it basically like the movies, but then not like the movies. You think they would have done it all like stylized in comics, like Ultimate Alliance 3? Yeah. Instead of, they tried to make it like realistic and basically have it just like the movies, except we're not going to have any of the actors or even people that look like the actors. <laughs> like, I wonder, the characters just looked off. Yeah, but I, well, yeah, it is weird because, I mean, we, we've been watching those movies for like a decade now, so we're just used to it. I'm wondering if they're doing that because, like, the actors, uh, you know, they're slowly on their way out. Their contracts are ending. Maybe that's why they did that. They didn't want to keep some of them the same and some of them not. And then the actors change. Like, I don't know, like, how long they're going to actually try and support this this game itself. I don't know if this is going to be because there's there's definitely like DLC and new characters coming out for it along the way, I, I think is supposed to be true. Um, it, it was an interesting choice, uh, but I think I think fans of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe will get over that pretty quick if the game's good. Yeah, I thought it was basically like a games as a service game, is but I don't know what it is really. Yeah, because they didn't show a ton of gameplay during the conference. They had that in the uh, post conference, if you will. It was hard to tell what was gameplay and what wasn't, but it looked like most of the stuff was in engine and. If if it all was an engine and it maybe it was all gameplay, it's hard it's hard to believe. Uh, a lot of people seem to be happy with what they showed. Uh, they've definitely got a lot of talent behind it. Uh, definitely in the voice acting department. Yeah, I mean that's I mean if you're not going to get the actual actors, at least they got good people that should do them justice. But I don't know. I just thought the game looked weird. Like Black Widow looked atrocious. Yeah, that was like a uh, yeah, that and was Iron odd. Man just looked. I don't know. His mask didn't look right. His helmet was. And like him without the mask didn't look right. Didn't either. he have like long hair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was weird. No, Captain uh, America had like he looked had like your hair from high school, like weird like seventies hair. As you do, as you do. <laughs> uh, but it looked like the game was going to take place like after Steve Rogers died. Is that what I got from the trailer? Like Captain America died and or like the old one died or something. Cause didn't you see that tombstone? Yeah. It was cause everybody was talking that like that was Captain America's, but although you can play as him, I don't know. It's very confusing. No, that, I think that they were, I think what they tried to get through in the trailer was like, they had like a big fight in the city and a bunch of people died. Like they killed a bunch of innocent people and they got like shunned was I think what they were trying to go for. Oh, okay. Well that, that would, that's a pretty, that's a pretty generic superhero arc. That happens yeah, all the time. Exactly. Uh, but that's something that we haven't seen them go through yet. We'll have to see. We don't have a ton of information on it. We just know I, yeah. It, I mean, it might play game. awesome, but I thought it just it, it looked off. And did they did they announce a release date on that one? I don't think they did yet. I don't think they. We're just gonna assume spring twenty twenty. No thanks. I got enough to play. <laughs> 
Uh, they also dropped a new story trailer for Shadowbringers. We have a bunch of information on that game already going into the conference. Well, I mean, it's coming out here in, like, it's going to be an early access in, like, a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, it comes out on the 2nd. I, I think that's when I, I think that's when it comes out for everybody. Panic Early Access is a week or two before that, which, I mean, yeah. I'll probably be getting it on the 2nd, but still. I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm completely caught up with Stormblood through all the the filler missions. So I did that, like, last week, got through the last one. Nice. Uh, I need to catch up, for sure. Um I think I've got like 60 fillers to go through if you haven't done any. <laughs> I've done I've done some of them, but okay. I, I I couldn't tell you how many of them I've done. Um, and I've been keeping up with all the the class change videos that they've been coming out with, all the new skills and things. It looks like they are on the right path, definitely fixing the characters that need them and yeah, uh, the characters that don't need them. They're giving them uh, cool new tools to play with. Yeah, because yeah. I'm pretty excited being a paladin. They gave me like a gap closer, which will definitely help just speed up the flow of combat you also got that holy judgment sword from wow that's pretty cool that's true <laughs> yeah no i think like i love what they did with the machinists too oh my god oh, that redesign i'm thinking about dope, getting uh, one of those uh job booster on sale right now for like 15 bucks and picking machinists because dude they look dope now like they, they were really no fun to play with i took one up to like level 49 well Final Fantasy fourteen. Sometimes it's hard to say a class is fun at level forty nine, but it's true. That's a different conversation. But man, like the overhaul is ridiculous. Well, they so, needed it. That was like one of the that was bottom was tier. Super, for sure. Yeah, it was bottom tier, and it was supposed, like you said, not not supposed to be a lot of fun. And yeah, the DPS was kind of a a crapshoot. And those Dark Knight changes were cool. Well, I yeah, like Dark Knight was clearly like the weakest tank. Unfortunately, I know you have a Dark Knight, so. I do. Well, he's he was the most complex by far. Uh, when you're when you're playing a tank, you don't necessarily want to like mess around with deep mechanics, or at least dark arts. Every other button press. Uh, it seems like they've simplified. Uh, they haven't simplified like the tank tools, but they've kind of brought them all closer together, more viable. And uh, yeah, I think they're doing a lot of cool stuff. I think they didn't. They also make a push to like we want the healers to actually healing. heal. We want yeah. the healers to actually heal all the time. Or not all the time, but most of the time. Yeah, less like worrying about DPS, which is, I mean, I feel like at the very tippity top, which I don't play, I'm not like raiding in extremes. I feel like they're always going to try and like DPS. But yeah, I mean, they want the healers to heal. And I know they, that's the only like negative thing I've heard for like astrology. And I guess you used to have like six or eight different cards and now it only has two. What? Heal, like, that, that's stupid. There's one to buff DPS now, and there's one to buff uh, ranged, and, like, that's it. Everything else just they took away, which I thought they, that class, like, would have been really cool. I thought about starting one, and now they... they like, so they have, like, half, half the cards? Yeah, they have, they have like, a third of the cards, I think, because I think they had six cards before. Mm, yeah, that's that sounds silly. I will say, I will speak from my favorite class, the Summoner. Uh, as much as I love that little phoenix that we get... Um, <laughs> I don't think that necessarily changes the gameplay enough. Um, it might be cool. I don't know. It's hard because don't you guys have like a 17-minute rotation? It Not anymore. Like... Not oh, anymore. Okay. They, they they changed a lot of that, and uh, they also made each one of our pet does like one of our pets does AOE, one of our pets does single target, and one of our pets is useless. Um, <laughs> so so that's cool. But but the thing is, so like instead of like taking 20 minutes to get to Bahamut, you take 
one minute to get to Bahamut and then one minute to get to Phoenix and then you go back to Bahamut and then you go to Phoenix. Um, so it might be a little, you might get that like power surge more often. Cause like okay. you, you really only, cause like you're applying dots and then you're just spamming ruin, which is lame. Uh, so the rotation might be better and a little bit more forgiving because there's nothing worse than being a summoner and being like a minute and a half into your rotation and then dying. Um, yeah, that so. would suck. Bes- besides that, all the classes look like they got some some cool stuff. So uh, I haven't I haven't read up like a lot of information on like the story because I don't care, but or just like any of the other like new features they're having. But it looks like it'll be a. Uh, I mean, the, the new jobs game. look cool, so. Yeah, Gunbreaker looks tight. I don't really care about the dancers so much, but. I just wish Gunbreaker wasn't a tank, because I'm not going to get another tank, but, you know. I wish the dancer cool. was a healer, so everybody else would shut up. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah, no, the Gunbreaker, I mean, maybe they need a new tank. That seems like an odd choice. Let's get a Viking in there. Well, I don't know, the Warrior is pretty much a Viking. Um. Berserker? I don't know. That's kind of like a warrior. So. <laughs> Just put in another warrior. That's what we exactly. need. A warrior with... I don't know. But yeah, it <laughs> looks like they're moving in the right direction. Looks like it'll probably be their best expansion yet. So they've been killing it. So Yoshi P knows what he's doing, man. He does. He definitely does. Uh, we've got some new Kingdom Hearts DLC. I, I assume that was DLC that was announced. That, that was definitely DLC. Remind, which looked like multiplayer, but I couldn't tell. Looked like you were gonna be like the Zimnus, like the bad guy, but I don't know. I, that's I can't follow the Kingdom Hearts story. And it I looked like you could play as all of those guys, but all the hooded dudes. Organization Thirteen. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. It might be interesting, but they really it's supposed to come out uh, by the end of the year, and they didn't give us any information. So perfect. So it'll come out in like seven years because it's Kingdom Hearts related. So. Got it. It says it's going to come out in winter. We don't know what year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, so we also got a you know a lot of other little things like uh, Dragon Quest Builders two got announced. Dragon Quest eleven's coming to the Switch. That's cool. Yeah. Dragon uh, Quest eleven S. So I'll Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. Crystal Chronicles. Uh, the old GameCube game up. got remastered. You know what? You know what upset me. So they were starting all that, and they were showing some of the footage, and I was looking at it. And they were talking about. It. I was like, oh, is this a new like Legend of Legaia game? <laughs> and it was just the it was just like the the world and like the dungeons kind of like looked similar to some of those layouts and I and then I saw like the main character and I was like, damn, yeah, <laughs> uh, very frustrating. Uh, not one of my favorite games uh, from the GameCube, but no, um, it'll be nice that people can play it multiplayer without Game Boy Advances hooked up to their GameCube. That's true. I was like the only person who even bought that thing. Yep, never used it, but you know it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we also got uh, Last Remnant Remastered. Nobody cares about that. It's an no. okay game, but there you go. And we got uh, was it Oninaki, which was a game that looked cool. <laughs> during... <laughs> until they started playing it. Yeah, until we got to the gameplay, uh, it looked like this cool kind of like anime fantasy RPG. And then it gets to this like looks like pretty generic kind of like dungeon crawling hack and slash gameplay. Yeah, you were like powered by spirits. It's like, oh, this looks sweet, and then like, nah. Yeah, a little, a little disappointing. I don't know if that's going to be like a full price game or anything. So time will tell. But uh, let's see, what else? Got a Romancing Saga three remastered, which I don't care about. Don't know if anyone asked for that, but hey, it's coming. Yep. 
Nobody asked for that. Well, that was about the time I was. They were getting. They were getting retro, and I was like, okay, this could be when Chrono like, Trigger. Chrono, it could right? happen. Yeah, and it they do happen. that every year, and they ruin it. Trials of Mana looks okay. It looked. I thought it looked pretty decent, like the updated one. At least, like the updated Secret of Mana looked terrible. At least this one actually looked like they didn't botch the graphics. Yeah, I couldn't really tell from. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention because I'm really not a big fan of the Mana series in general. It's a. I'm sure it was cool in its day, but it's a little simple for me to go to. I think nowadays. the Secret of Mana Two or Trials of Mana, I think they're calling it in the U.S. now. I think that one actually plays a lot better, if I remember right, because I have. I've played at least a ROM of that, mm-hmm. and it plays like it doesn't have the same system of like you slash someone, then you wait for your bar to go back up to 100. Like it was a whole lot, it just felt a lot better. Okay. Well, um, don't get me wrong, I'm I'll probably keep my mind not buying open. that game, but <laughs> I'll keep my mind open. At least going to watch it. Yeah. And then they also said that the, the mana collection, uh, I think that is. I didn't see what games were included on that, but that dropped that Final when Fantasy they announced Adventure, it. Um, Secret of Mana 1 and 2, or Trials of Mana and Secret of Mana. So that was a cool shadow drop. So. There's no Legends of Mana? What? No. <laughs> uh, that pile of garbage. But yeah, that, that actually got announced PS1? during the Nintendo conference. Yeah. yeah, yeah Legend of Mana was the PS1 one. Yeah, you can get it that cool. on, on the eShop right now. I did not check to see how much it was. I'm guessing probably... 30 or 40 bucks, I guess. Haven't looked. But if you're looking for, you know, um, some decent multiplayer uh, old school RPGs that are action based, check them out. They're supposed to be really good. Uh, Then we also got, I know you're excited about this one, the uh, Panzer Dragoon remake. Heck yeah. I don't want to go straight to Nintendo. Oh, did did I mess that up? No, I thought that was. During theirs, I thought that was no. That was Nintendo today. Well, yeah, we're going but straight hey, into Nintendo. Go. We're going yeah, straight I'm, into Nintendo. I'm super play. excited about that. I think that gives us hope of Panzer Dragoon Saga coming out of its slumber. How cool would that be? That would be amazing. And yeah. or they just to, to remake it. Yeah, I'd, if they remake it, you know, with updated graphics, that'd be even more epic. So, dude, I'd just take a port at this point. But yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. But no, yeah, I mean, even Panzer Dragoon Order for uh, the original Xbox actually still looks pretty good today and it plays really well so i mean i have the original and why i'll gladly take a it's a remake of the original right yeah okay yeah. i'll take it gladly that's cool um so nintendo's conference sorry square we didn't get a wrap you up there you did good this year though yes you did <laughs> so nintendo had their conference today and wow they had a lot to talk about and everybody's lot. excited about it I want to be honest. I think my favorite announcement was there was the opening one. I was really stoked what they did with the Dragon Quest hero character for Super Smash Brothers. They couldn't have done that any better. Yeah, that looks really cool. I would I would like seeing the guy from Five, but other than that, yeah. Yeah, well, I I thought it well. You, you get your Dragon Quest dude from Three. You get your main character. I I think That's true. I like how they did the costumes each one of the main characters from the series. That was awesome. I, I, definitely a character that I think uh, deserves to be in it. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, we got another sword character. It's like, whatever. He's got a no. shield and he's not Link, so I'm stoked. Exactly. And if people need to freaking play Dragon Quest some more because those games are super high quality and not enough people, at least in the States, have given them a, a fair shake. Yeah. I Well, 
you know, besides probably 9 and 11, a lot of people yet don't have quite as much experience with them, that's for sure. And then they also announced halfway through uh, Banjo-Kazooie, another highly fan-requested yeah, character. Yeah, I was going to say, we're just not huge on the Banjo series. It's at yeah. 3D platformers, not necessarily my cup of tea, but I can... I think it's awesome that he's in there, and so many people have wanted him for so long. And it, it's cool to see the... Uh, I like it said he was raring to go. That was a nice little. Oh yeah, dude, that trailer was awesome. I don't know how they do those so well. That was hilarious. Oh my yeah, god, that, that was cool. awesome. Uh, yeah, and that, I like how it was a throwback. Oh, I, got, I, got, I saw Donkey Kong and like the Donkey Kong Country characters. Right. And I was like, oh, could it be? Yeah, Dang. I didn't even think about how disappointed you were going to be by by that. But I but I initially, well, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is definitely an homage to the K rule for release mm-hmm. yeah i mean it sure. was this it was the same graphic style and things like that uh but banjo kazooie that's a that's a cool addition to uh their season of dlc they've got right now so it have, have they announced anybody but obviously joker came out uh a and few weeks ago dragon quest yeah so those are the the only three we know about so, so far two but more coming yeah cool additions for sure uh luigi's mansion that looks yeah, cool. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I'm definitely going to... I got the other two. I'm going to be, I'm sure, picking that one up, too. That's just... I mean, nothing deep or anything, but it's just good, solid fun. Well, that's that's Nintendo for you. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be high quality. All of them have been good so far. This one looks to have some cool multiplayer things going on. Some interesting modes there. I don't know, you know, how long people are going to be invested in those, but uh, some interesting stuff indeed. Uh, Zelda Link's Awakening. That was cool. We already knew about it, but we mm-hmm. saw more gameplay of it, and I know you're a huge There's fan like of it. There's like a map that. editor or something, too, or there. What there was it? Oh, you, so when you, while you're playing the game, you unlock, like, rooms uh, as, like, I don't know if you, like, keep them in an inventory or whatever, and then you can you can put those rooms together into, like, a custom dungeon, and you play through the dungeon that you design, and you get rewards. They only showed... Uh, Link getting like a bottle. He unlocked a bottle at that point. I don't know, like how long lived those rewards are gonna last, or if you can like send those to your friends and challenge them. It didn't look that deep. Like it didn't look like the rooms were very complicated, or that you could like redesign them. It could be a neat idea. I don't know. I think that game is the best example of like telling a really really good story in just a a few words that I've ever seen like that game tells an amazing story without hardly any dialogue yeah and it still has more npcs than fallout 76 it's incredible <laughs> way more <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it is really cool it, uh, it doesn't get bogged down by people trying to tell you about the history uh, of what's going on just if anybody hasn't played that game i don't want to spoil it because it is really cool um, yeah and the, and the ending is definitely something very special it's it's pretty deep, all things considering. And a lot of people say like Majora's Mask is like the dark Zelda game, but uh, it's more psychological. Yeah. Than, than the, potentially, uh, but the, that new graphic style, I think a lot of people aren't sure about it. I think it looks cool. I like. It. I'm still not sure. I thought it looked a little bit better here, but I'm still not sold on it. I I don't know. I would have just rather had like a. Like an almost like Game Boy Advance Minish Cap, I think, looking. Oh, they look like almost like claymation to me. They do, but I I, I kind of like that. It's just a different aesthetic, I guess. 
I think it, I think it looks cool. Uh, it looks like they are staying very faithful to the gameplay. They're keeping like the, the 2D areas and things like that. Yeah, the 2D side-scrolling areas were always cool. Yeah. With the Goombas in there. Yeah. And that game's... And it, it, if anybody's never played the, that one, that's actually one of my favorite, it, just because of the, uh, you know, getting the rock feather and being able to jump. That changes up Zelda in incredible ways. Yeah, a ton. And that that's not to say that, you know, the you know the Oracle of Ages and Seasons games aren't great, too. I actually... You get the feather think, in those, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I may actually prefer those over Link's Awakening a little bit. It's real close. I yeah. love all three of those games. Yeah, those are fantastic. Like, those are my top three favorite Zeldas easy. Definitely one to look forward to, especially if you didn't play that game back in the day, which I'm not sure too many people haven't. <laughs> uh, got more information on Pokemon. Sword and Shield looks good. Looks um, like Pokemon. Yeah. Is, well, I'm perfectly fine with. You're right. I mean, literally, the two new things is open world. If the game is as vast as it looks in the trailer, with all the I, that might be I cool. Can't imagine it actually is. Oh, it would be awesome, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, that's gonna be. Uh, well, you know, I mean, they made Breath of Wild as ridiculously large as they did. That's true. Um, this game's been like this game's that. been in development for a while. Um, it could happen. I don't know why they've wasted all this time with the giant Pokemon. I still haven't figured that part out yet. I mean, the coolest gimmick was, like, the Megas were cool. I didn't really care about Z-moves in the last one. It's like, I don't know why they kind of feel like they have to have a gimmick. I don't think... I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, that giant ones can apply to anyone. But, I mean, I'd rather see some more Megas, to be honest with you. Now, is that only during raid encounters? Um, I The way I'm thinking... I don't think so, because I'm guessing that you're going to be able to do it with one Pokemon, like you can Mega Evolve, and it's going to last three turns, is the way they made it sound. Mm. So I think, like, especially for, like, multiplayer battles, I bet it'll be, like, like Mega Evolving. You'll have, like, a, some kind of power you can use to make them grow huge for three turns, like some random dude fighting Power Rangers or something. And then... Well, that'd be cool if you could combine your whole team. Into a Voltron <laughs> situation. That would be tight. I'd like to see the monstrosities that come out of that. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not not sold on that one. Uh, on that game. It could give change. some decent strategy uh, to multiplayer, but I don't know how it'll work in the actual, like the regular game. Yeah, but do you think that from what we saw, that is not used in one on one combat, from what I could tell? I think the I other thought, thing I, I saw I was. I saw like, one time one. where like they were against a huge one and then someone. Evolve their own dude into a huge one. Okay, maybe they did. Now that you're saying that, I think that was one of the things we saw during the first trailer. I think so. Uh, yeah, that could be. Um, like I said, I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I definitely liked Megas, and I liked the Z moves or whatever they're called. Uh, yeah. We'll see how it goes. They know what they're doing. Um, the It'll Pokemon be good. Games. It'll definitely yeah. be good. All the faith in the world that they'll they'll make a good game. And that game comes out in November, so that's cool. Spring uh, 2020. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. We have something to play until then. Um, so Witcher 3 for the Switch. It's turning into the new Skyrim. Basically. Yeah. Re5, all I to say about that. RE5 and 6. That was, that was kind of... That was like the cringeworthy moment of that conference. I was like, I don't need to watch these people try and play this game in a yeah. haunted house. <laughs> uh, getting 5 and 6 is interesting. 5 is a really good game. I haven't played 6. 
I know a lot of people don't like Five, but Five is a cool co-op experience. Five's like a co-op four. Yeah. Less story-driven, more just action-y. Yeah. All the four super action-y, so... Yeah. Five is good. <laughs> Six isn't bad. I mean, people give it a lot of hate, but it's just not Resident Evil. Not traditional Resident Evil at all. No, it's, it's like the Fast and the Furious of the Resident Evil movies. Yes. Basically. Yeah, so uh, people on the Switch can enjoy that. Uh, no More Heroes 3 got announced. That looked uh, good. Like, dude, I haven't even played the other two, and I dude, thought, they're like, cool. you should. You would, you would like those games. Yeah, especially I've, it's got, like, a bunch of, like, anime and pro wrestling references. I probably should play those. <laughs> and that's one of, one of the very few games I ever played on the Wii that I thought the motion controls were okay on. And the PS3 version is supposed to have, like, massive slowdown and, like, glitches, so you're yeah, that's, supposed to play it on the Wii. Yeah, that's dumb. I heard about that. It's very disappointing. But that's a cool series. The game looked cool. He, like, he like put on, like, a mech like suit a mech. or something. Yeah, yeah that was like, tight. what the heck is this? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to be an original IP there for a second. Yeah, he, like, went through and blasted people with a mech and then busted out German. So I was like, this is a win-win. A tra- Travis touchdown at his finest. Yeah. All right. Uh, got Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games again. Oh yeah, boy. So that looked generic. Uh, they finally showed off some Animal Crossing New Horizon. Know a lot of people are excited about that, and it's coming out in March. March 2020. <laughs> yep. So that's exciting. Animal Crossing was never a big game for me. I know that you liked it back on the GameCube, and I know... Yeah, the first one, well, I guess the first one was technically on 64 in Japan, but yeah, the first one um, that I played on GameCube was, I mean, I got super into it with me, and my cousin Monk played it a lot. Uh, my mom actually played it a lot. Like, it was really good. I can definitely see the appeal of those. Yeah, and I think it'll be nice, because I think a lot of the, the most recent ones have been on Handheld. Handheld's exclusive, so now people can you know play it on their TV again and get the option at this point. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then the the game to close out, uh, they're showing uh, the next Breath of the Wild game is is in the works. They had a, a small trailer there showing uh, Zelda and Link, I don't know, walking through a cave. Going through a cave? Yeah, that's what I was there thinking. Was some, like. some dead dude. Um Woke up. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like uh, you should be narrating this train. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Dead dude woke up. Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. Um, March 2020. I'm guessing it's going be like um, next holiday, maybe. Yeah, it looks like it's actually taking place in the world that already exists. But I don't. I don't know. So if that's the case, if they're going to reuse some of the assets... That's what I'm thinking. It definitely looks like the Majora's Mask to the Ocarina of Time. It looks like they're going to be... I mean, the characters, because they looked identical, it looks like the same Link. And I know there's like 57 different versions of Link. It looked like the Breath of the Wild Link. Yeah, the graphics are exactly the same. They're not They're not enhanced in any way. They haven't been changed. It is a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. So that'll be cool for fans. Arguably the biggest game of, uh, was it last year that it released or was it the year before? 2017. 2017. So March of 2017 it came out. Oh, oh, so we're getting it in March 2020 for sure. <laughs> 2021 probably. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that was a that was a good way for them to end that. They had a 
they had a ton of good games. And they always do a good job with like a, a big deal surprise at the end. Like Metroid Prime 4 they announced last year, which obviously is nowhere to be found because it's had to get development restarted by Retro. But Yeah, it still would have been interesting for them to show something. Just maybe like uh, maybe a redesign for Samus they, or something. If they scrapped, like, because everyone was reporting that Retro had been working on this Star Fox racing game. They wonder if they just scrap that completely, which I'm fine with. But uh, yeah, okay. They went from Starlink to a racing game. Yeah, apparently they were going to because that's what's supposedly been rumored for a long time was they were developing a Star Fox racing game at Retro. Mm. But it's rumored the last two E3s and never showed up. So I'm starting to think they're like, yeah, screw that. We're just going to work on Metroid now. Yeah, yeah, that, that seems like a poor use of their resources. Especially when they could be making Donkey Kong Country Tropic Thunder or something. <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Oh, yes. boy. I think it's some Robert Downey Jr. in that one. <laughs> <laughs> and Hulk Hogan, I think he yeah. was there. Uh, maybe for a stint. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. What a blast from the past. That game definitely need. I don't need Metroid Prime 4 anymore. <laughs> But, but wow, I mean, it what a good E3. Yeah, definitely. I, like I said, I'm not sure how uh, how the changes in the way that companies are partaking in the conference or just like doing their own live streams will affect it in the coming years. Uh, but this year, even though Sony wasn't there, which was a disappointment, that's usually always my my show that I'm the most excited for. It didn't slow down. No, definitely not. Sony has been getting so artsy and hipstery lately that I've been a little disappointed by their like super gritty Last of Us 2 trailers and stuff like that. But, you know, I thought they did just fine without them. Yeah. And like we said, I mean, Square Enix got to really have a lot of time to showcase uh, everything that they were doing instead of giving Sony some of that credit there. So that was great. I don't know if we have anything to play until Pokemon comes out and then until March. But there is a lot of games coming out, a lot of yeah. good ones. Um, and 2020 should be a really good year. Man, I don't even know. This year was already front-loaded with a lot of good games, too, which it seems like next year will be, too. So, I mean, even if we don't get that much more for later this year, it's already been a good year with, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3, Devil May Cry 5, lots of things, Sekiro, oh. lots of things I'm not thinking of right oh. now. Oh, personal standpoint, this is... Uh, Given what I've played so far and what's coming out this year, this is actually my favorite year I think I've ever seen with games that I'm interested in. I'm sure you we can thank Dev- Anthem for that. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> um, we got we had Devil May Cry, we had Sekiro, Kingdom Hearts 3, Bloodstains coming out in a week. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it comes out next Tuesday. We got Borderlands 3 coming out. We got Pokemon in November. We got for me, we got a ton of awesome stuff coming out. I think it'll be interesting because there's n- it doesn't seem like there's a ton of stuff coming out this winter, which is strange. I mean, did, did they announce anything with, like, uh, Fire Emblem? Yes, they did. To be well, honest that's with you. I, keep an eye on. And Astral I, Chain, you never talked about, which was freaking amazing. It looked super good. Just throw right. that out there. No, you're absolutely right. That was, JSX Machina is coming out, too. 
Yeah, so we'd already known about both of those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, was that the first gameplay? That, that wasn't the first gameplay footage we've seen of Astral Chain, but I it was the, the longest the and most gameplay in-depth. footage, yeah. And that is so platinum, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and so we know it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> platinum, it will be good. Yeah, and uh, Deus, or Deus Ex Machina, Machina, we saw an extended gameplay trailer. Looks like some of the best single-player virtual on I've ever seen. That's true. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, but we really don't know anything about it besides the fact that it looks fun in motion. What else did I forget to announce? I, might... I think I lost you for a second there. <laughs> I feel like you're packing yourself into a box over there. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> yep. So, all the games. Plenty of good stuff got announced this year. Uh, definitely everybody's going to have a lot of uh, of interesting to, things to play this year and next. We would be interested to hear what you guys think, uh, what games you're looking forward to, what what like hype moments you were stoked about. Like you saw Keanu Reeves and that was like it. You couldn't watch anymore. <laughs> I don't know. That seemed to be the biggest uh, the biggest moment for a lot of people. It was uh, pretty hype. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Buck, where can they find us? You can find us on Twitter. We're at BuckChuckGaming. Go ahead and uh, hit us up on there. Give us some thoughts, comments, like Chuck said, what you guys are looking forward to. Love to hear it. And I know we're also on iTunes. And SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, duh. We're on SoundCloud, too. All those great places. Although, if people have been checking SoundCloud for, like, the last month, they probably don't think we're on SoundCloud. (laughs) (laughs) But we're back, baby. (laughs) Yeah. We've just been uh, we've just been holding up for this like two hour conversation about E3. Exactly. Yeah, and it's been <laughs> a good time. Glad guys, I'm glad we got to uh, share our opinions on it. Like I said, uh, share what you guys think about it. And as always, I'm Chuck. And I'm Buck. And you've been listening to the Buck and Chuck Gaming Connection. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>